the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz, and this is your show, America. So give us a call at 888-825-5225. We'll show you the right next step you need to take with your life and your money. Christian kicks us off this hour in Omaha, Nebraska. Christian, what's going on? Hey, um, how are you doing? We're doing great. How can we help? Um, so over the last couple of days, I lost my job. Oh, and oh man, I'm, I'm sorry. just trying to figure out the best way to move forward. What happened? Um, it was just a disagreement uh, between me and my manager, and I think it was just a clash of personalities, really. But And so your manager just like, you're fired? Yeah, Man. pretty much. What were you doing? I was in IT. Okay. What were you making? Uh, 58 uh, a year. And were there any conversations about, like, was it straight firing, no severance, nothing? Just done? Uh, yeah, I as far as I know, I got my last paycheck this morning. So. Okay. Are you single? How long were you there for? Uh, just six, so I'm married. Um, and my wife brings in some money, but I was only there. F- we moved here to Nebraska in May. Was it for the job? Uh, yeah. So it was for work for both of us, actually. Okay. So, yeah. You've been there less than a year, and now it's just your wife's income. What does she make? Uh, 35. All right. Have you started looking for jobs already? Are there other opportunities yeah. in your area in IT? It seems so. I've heard back from a few. Good. So Okay. Well, hopefully we get you back working in IT very soon. In the meantime, we've got to figure out how to survive until the next thing happens. So what are your monthly expenses right now? Have you guys sat down with a budget to go, okay, here's what it's going to take to run the house for the next month and the next three months? Um, not specifically. Like we, I pay attention to what's in our bank account, um, and then we do, but we do have a mortgage um, and then food is and gas is really all it is right now. Okay. So this is what we call storm mode. And so when you sit down to do your budget, we're going to gift you every dollar premium, which is going to help. It's going to connect to your bank account, track transactions. There's a paycheck planning tool that you can use to make sure that you've got enough money coming in to cover all the bills that are coming up. And so what you, I want you and your wife to do is sit down tonight and lay out every single expense, print out the bank statement, do whatever you got to do and lay out exactly what you need, not what you want, what you need to cover your budget for the month. And Rachel, what are some of the things they need to look out for in that budget? Well, just know as you're pulling those numbers, Christian, this was numbers that you guys were living off of before a budget. And And you made over double. So you're probably going to be, yeah, uh, spending more because it wasn't very much on purpose. And so when you guys look, do you guys have kids? Uh, No. Okay, just you guys. So yeah, I mean, I would look and say, okay, here's here's what it costs for... um, us grocery wise uh restaurants lights utilities um you know when you look at uh subscriptions like anything that is coming out of your checking account i want you to write those numbers down and again this is before you've budgeted so i mean i don't know if you spent 700 a month at a grocery store just know it's you two and that wasn't on a budget so try to bring that down to to 400 right i mean like do what you can to limit as much expenses 
as possible for you guys during this time because, you know, just maybe a month or so before you transition in. And so just know that if you cut things now, it doesn't mean that they're going to be forever, but for this time period, because I don't want you guys going into debt. I don't want anything like that to be happening because that's going to cause more stress. But I think having these numbers down and getting a good idea of, okay, here's here's the paycheck for next month. Here are expenses. And then if there are gaps, Christian, between now and you getting a job, I mean, that may mean you're picking up an hourly job somewhere and doing what you have to do, even though it's not the job and you may feel overqualified for it. But the idea is staying afloat with your food, shelter, utilities, and transportation. And that would be the, that would be the biggest thing. So as you're talking to these other companies, do you think the transition getting a new job will be fairly quick, would you say? Um, I hope so. I'm doing some interviews Okay, that's so. great. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you, do you guys have any debt? Uh, we have a mortgage, and we just paid off our car just last month. Great. Oh, good. So no other debt except mortgage. Correct. Any savings? Uh, we have uh, the thousand dollar emergency fund, and then about three thousand on top of that. Okay. Great. Yeah, I mean, and this is a time that if you have to use that emergency fund, that's what it's for. I mean, job loss is one of those that we list out. But if you can avoid it and do what you can not to touch it, that would be ideal. But if you need to dip in and, you know, get a get some money out of that emergency fund, that's what it's there for. But it won't be there forever. And it's not a big one, right? It's just to really cover those really major things. So if you can, in the meantime, again, cover the basic expenses um, but hopefully it won't be too long, Christian. I, I mean, I feel hopeful for you. I think you're in a great um, sector of looking for a job and the job market and all of that. So I just, I don't know. I just feel like there, there's a lot of hope there. Thank you. And in the meantime, you may, you know, even outside of a retail job, you can download these apps like DoorDash and Instacart and Uber Eats and go to your local pizza place and deliver pizzas just for a few weeks until you land that yeah. next thing, until that next paycheck comes in. Uh, that would be very wise. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to do to kind of swallow your pride and do a job you'd rather not be doing and making these sacrifices. But this is what it looks like to take care of your family. Yeah, I actually did DoorDash in college. So I'm trying nice. to get back on now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And you can make 15, 20 bucks an hour, um, you know, and, and tips and all that. So I think that's a, you're going to be back on your feet with a great field like IT. Um, in your area, it sounds like you'll be back in no time, but this is the time to just go, we got to live on the rice and beans, going scorched earth for a little while yep. until we're back in the clear and have some stability. Yeah. And whenever there's a situation like this with a job loss and especially due to a disagreement, I think it's always fair, Christian, that, yeah, your your boss could have just been a complete jerk. <laughs> like, and that got, you know, unreasonable. There's people like that out there and maybe that was him and that's fine. But I think there's always good introspective work yeah. to go back through and say, okay, what 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 part did I play in this? What did that look like? And to learn in that, because this isn't Christian, but I remember talking to somebody, I think it, you, I may have been hosting with you and they had had like four jobs oh. in like nine months or like, like it was just, it was a turnover. very extreme, like, okay, there's kind of a, you know, the similar pattern that we're seeing, a common denominator, which was the caller, you know, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting that four people couldn't get along with you, four different bosses. Um, so again, that's not, a tail, that's a Tay Tay moment. I'm of, not saying that's you, me, Christian. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, that's Could right. Be. I'm not just, saying that's you, but, uh, but those moments in life and in, in any kind of conflict, I think it's always good just to do a little bit of that kind of, okay, let's, let's flesh that back out. What can I learn from this too? Yeah. 
But we know science shows that job loss has very similar effects to like a death. Like you're grieving something that was near and dear to your heart that protected you, that provided for you. And so Mm -hmm. you have to grieve it too and move on with confidence that that was just a blip. It'll be a memory soon enough, my friend. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. If you enjoy this show, you might enjoy another show that Rachel and I co-host called Smart Money Happy Hour. Fun episode that launched this week about the cost of love going up with relationships, with dating apps, and uh, it was hilarious. I learned a lot. <laughs> so if you want a good laugh and uh, listen to it with your with your loved one, or if you're single, we have... Many single it was a, people. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of content there. For Producer Skyler is single, and so she filled us in on the current status of the dating world. And Rachel, it was, I was very glad to just be married and done. And with the that amount phase. of requests for Ramsey dating apps. People want the Ramsey dating was, app, and was, we will never do it. <laughs> I don't want to be tied to that. There's too many creeps out there. I can't vouch for these people. Now, if Rachel and I got to approve every single person that came onto the app, what if we were the matchmakers? I've matchmaked. I've done that once, service. and they, they got married. Have you ever matchmaked? I, was... I don't think I've ever ventured that okay. far. Okay, but I'm just all saying. right, Rachel signing one for up. One. That's the premium version of the dating <laughs> app. You can get Rachel to be the matchmaker. This is actually not the worst idea. All right, on to bigger and better things. The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services, from repairs and maintenance to home improvement projects. Winter can bring some challenges for homeowners. So check out their helpful winter checklist. You can get it for free at neighborly.com slash Ramsey. And today's question comes from Grace in South Carolina. My father and grandfather passed away and I've inherited what my father would have received. My husband and I are always arguing because I don't want to touch the money unless we purchase a house or invest it to secure our family's future. We are not responsible when it comes to money. We have saved an emergency fund of $10,000 and in less than seven months, it was gone. My husband has always wanted to start a business and now that we have a cushion, he wants to quit his job. I asked him to build um, some of some clientele before quitting his job because I know that he will use the inheritance to pay our bills and living expenses, and I'm not okay with this. How do we move forward? Well, I think Grace has a lot of wisdom here. She's, first of all, self-aware to say we are not responsible with (laughs) money. And then she says, um, I know he'll use this money to basically just live our life, and that starting this business is not smart. He's got to build some clientele. And I would agree with that, that you shouldn't just up and quit your job and then hope because you've got this 
fund over here that you yeah, can blow. That's right. But the, the problem is, Grace, is that there's obviously been a pattern here that's occurred with how you guys live with money, the fact that you saved 10000 which is great, but then you spent it all. So, so the pattern of money is what needs to be addressed. And so that can be, you know, pattern that you have, that your husband has. But either way, that's the core of the issue here is that um, the way you guys have handled money in the past will repeat itself unless you guys change course. And so... That's what has to be addressed, in my opinion. Yeah, but how do we move forward? It's more relational than it is financial. We don't know the amount of the inheritance. We don't know if they have debt, their income, all of that. But I would uh, I would hit pause on touching this inheritance for a long time until we're on the same page. Yep, and that's the, the value system, that's what always gets couples. That's where the arguing comes. It's not usually about the money. It's the fact that how we see life and the way we want to do life is different, and that will cause conflict if you're not on the same page. So... Um, yeah, I mean, even that's getting with a with a marriage counselor or a therapist and you guys working out, hey, what do we want our life to look like? That's the bigger question here. And money's just the tool to create that. Well, there's an interesting piece of this. I want your take, Rachel. If you get the inheritance, but you're married to Winston, how does that, obviously it's our money, mm-hmm. but there's still a piece of it where you have to be a good steward of the inheritance of that legacy that was passed down to you. Yeah. And so it can't just yeah, be I think it's, yeah. Winston's like, well, I always wanted to start this business, so I'm going to use that money. It's still money that was given to you mm-hmm. to use for your family. Yes. I mean, I, I see it still as it's come into our family unit, but I think naturally you're going to feel, I think, a level of responsibility a little bit more emotionally. Than spouse. Yeah. I mean, I would say the same is true. Um, you know, Winston's grandfather was very generous and um, he left some things to the grandkids and when that happened, I, I leaned more on Winston of, hey, what do you think? Because it's his grandfather. Like, right, there's a natural take there. Yeah, like you both get a vote, but yeah, obviously. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But I think there's, yeah, I don't know. I feel that way. Yeah. But, you both, have, but you both have equal say in it. I mean, it would be unfair to say, well, I'm going to go do whatever I want with this money because it was on my side of the family. That feels, that's not, that's not a team aspect, right? That's Agreed. not the perspective you want. But that's the most interesting part of this question uh, on top of the relational aspect mm-hmm. of just getting on the same page about, what we're going to do with this, but I would not go blow it on some harebrained business idea. No, no, Oof. no, no, no. Whenever you want to transition into into a business like that, we always say the most ideal way to do that is to have some footing Start that small. you can actually support yourself there so that it's not this big stressful thing, right? Because starting a new business, that's a blessing. Like that, that's such a gift. Even at Ramsey, if we launch something new, we don't just go launch it. We test it. Right. We verify it. We right. get the team, the resources, and uh, we do it with cash. And so- that's very smart. All right, Amy is on the line in San Francisco. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I was hoping to get your advice. Basically, my question is, uh, is my family doing okay financially, or should we be working harder and sacrificing more now to create a stable future? Mm. I've been listening to the show for two months and I'm just kind of like all in and my husband and I kind of disagree about like the intensity we need to be going at right now. Okay. So how much debt do you guys have? We have 24,000 in my student loans and then our mortgage is 223,000. Okay. And how much do you guys make a year? 130. Okay. How old are you two? I'm 37. He's 40. Okay. 
And do you both want to pay off debt? Are you in agreement on the goal or is just the process the part you're not agreeing on? Yeah, we're on agreement on the goal. Um, it's sort of like, I think it really comes back to like our childhood. Like I was poor growing up. I think I kind of operate from sort of like um, scarcity mentality. It's never going to be enough kind of thing. And he doesn't have that. He's pretty content with where we are. He thinks we're doing fine. And, um, you know, I'm thinking of getting a second job to pay off the debt faster. You know, I get really excited about if I make double mortgage payments for six years, I can have my house paid off and this will be great. So he wants to chip away at the debt and you want to take a sledgehammer to it. Yeah. Do you guys have any savings? I'm really excited. Yeah, we have 27,000 in checking and we have retirement accounts and, uh, 5000 in the money market account. Okay. But if we knocked out the student loan today with the money in checking, you guys would be completely debt-free and you'd be on your way to saving up an emergency fund? Yes. What would you? What That's would he say mortgage. if you told him that? Hey, I want to use the money in checking. We'll then save up. We'll make 130K. We'll save up that emergency fund back up to 25K and then we'll begin investing and tacking the mortgage. He'd be good with that. I just made $30,000 of payment to my student loan uh, the last two months since I've been listening for to you, the show. Amy? So we're, we're attacking it um, pretty hard. He kind of wants to do baby step two first or three first, I mean, and save oh, up yeah. the fully funded emergency fund and kind of keep that there um, and then make the student loan payments, keeping that uh, full emergency fund in checking. So, I, you know, either way, he would be fine with what I think is best. Okay. Well, that's what I would do. I mean, obviously, because you guys could be debt-free by today, which is amazing. And you free up that payment. Yeah. Which and, is going to help you save up faster. But I, And I do think, Amy, it is so normal, and this is how we are in our marriage, that one of you naturally may kind of be more of a scarcity mentality. One of you is more abundance. My husband's more of the scarcity, kind of like, okay, let's save, let's be more conservative. I'm more like, ah, it's going to be fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> We're fine. Uh, and I have more more of that natural mindset. But I think, you know, you both can learn from each other. I just don't want you functioning out of a place of complete fear. And now where you came from makes a lot of sense. And actually, if you hold on the line, Christian, I'd love to give her my book, Know Yourself, Know Your Money, because I talk about the childhood classrooms and how much that dictates how you see and handle money today is how you grew up. But there's a healthy way you can you can view that take those lessons that are good lessons to learn that I don't want to go back there, which is very valid, but how do you shape it in a sense that, okay, I don't have to feel like I'm broke all the time or that I'm running and I'm not getting anywhere because you want a level of safety that, you know, that money's a tool to create a life you love. And so that's what I want for you. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. If you want to check out some other shows that we produce, you can check out the George Camel YouTube channel and, of course, The Rachel Cruz Show on YouTube and podcasts. And it's all on the Ramsey Network app if you want to check that out as well. 
All right, let's go to Noel in El Paso, Texas. Noel, did I get that right? You did. Okay, wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Taking it one day at a time, as best as I can. Mm. How can we help today? What's going on? So essentially, uh, my question is, um, you know, I've I've been listening to your show uh, for a few days. I've been binging on it quite a bit now, Um, a couple of your other podcasts. And, and, uh, you know, I've been contemplating bankruptcy. Uh, It's been something that's in my mind over the course of the last couple months. Um, And I'm just trying to see if it's a better option to throw in the towel and do that or to continue attacking my debt aggressively. Um, based on what I've learned so far on the show. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Well, lay this out for us. How much do you make and how much debt do you have? Okay, so um, I make approximately, I got two sources of income. Uh, one is my job, which gives me roughly about 81000 a year. And then the other one's disability compensation, which is about 56000 So about 122000 130000 a year. Okay. And then as far as debt is concerned, uh, I have about 80000 in debt. Three of them are personal loans. Well, two of them are personal loans. One's my vehicle, and the rest is on credit card debt. Okay. What are the amounts for all those? So the, the most expensive one is $38,000. Um, that one has about a $616 payment per month, um, and it's stretched out over 16, uh, 15 that, years. What, which, which debt is that? That one was a home improvement loan that I took out um, back in 2022. I was in the middle of a remodel okay. of my house. All right. And so I, I took that money for a remodel. Okay. And, and the then, second personal the, loan? The second personal loan was a debt consolidation loan. It's roughly about $29,000. And then the third one is the vehicle, the, uh, my truck, which is about $26,000. And then the credit card debt's roughly about another ten or... 13000 Okay. How much is the car worth, the truck? The truck is worth about fifty-seven k. It's worth $57,000? Yes. Good. And you owe twenty six. Correct. I like where this is going. Do you see where this is going? I do see where your recommendation is going to be. Explain to, to me why you need this truck when you're on the verge of bankruptcy. Because I'm in construction. Uh, and I, 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 I need the truck to be able to get through the construction site. I just checked Google. They make $20,000 trucks. <laughs> they do, um, but I work in heavy civil civil engineering construction, so I, I need something that can tow the amount of weight that I need to be able to tow. And you're telling me there's no $25,000 truck that can tow that amount? Probably so. It's probably going to be about 15 years old. I'm okay with that. You're on the verge of bankruptcy. You just told us. You got here because you were unwilling to have delayed gratification, sacrifices weren't made, and you made some poor financial decisions. And this is the one on the list that you can undo if you're willing to drive a 15-year-old truck for a season so that you can avoid bankruptcy. Okay. What's the truck payment? It's uh, 583 a month. So you would have an extra 600 bucks a month to go toward your debt, correct? Yes. I mean, do you realize that if, if you're going to file bankruptcy, they're going to liquidate and get as much as you know, yeah. possible anyway. So, I mean, this, this, this could all be on your terms, and it's going to be 
uncomfortable and it's not going to look the way that you've been handling your money, but something has to change. So of course your life is going to look different if you start making different decisions with money and, and it's not going to be easy um, because I mean, a little bit of the easy route is, is the debt route. You kind of can get what you want when you want it. And you know, that's how majority of people live, but you're finding that it's causing stress. You're calling us for a reason because you're not happy with where you are financially. So something does have to change. So your mindset around money, regardless of work and construction and weight, I mean, all of that, like if you're in this desperation part, you know, if you get to this place in your life, you're willing to do anything, like anything. And I don't I don't know if you feel that or want to experience that. I've just been through a lot of suffering over the last year. Um, and it's not necessarily the whole truck thing. It's just. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been going on? The, what, what caused me to, call, to, to make all these poor financial decisions is I suffered a traumatic event back in uh, November 2022 where my son passed away. Oh, um, sorry. And so that caused me to sell my house. Uh, and when I sold my house, it was in the middle of a remodel. Um, and I ended up being upside down about $18,000. So I had to pay $18,000 to sell a house. Um, and then I moved my daughter and I across the country to bring my, my son to his, his birthplace to bury him. Um, and it had to start all over again. Mm. So that's what caused me to take out, mm. you know, the that consolidation loan for twenty-seven or $29,000. Um, and then I, I had a paid off truck. My truck was paid off. I had a 2,500 Ram that was paid off. And I traded that in to get, this vehicle because it was a four by four and it had more pooling power. Um, I hear you. Then I, ended I, up buying you. A, I, I had yeah. to buy another house, uh, but it wasn't a house. Yeah. I bought a mobile home. That was another $121,000 uh, there. So, you know, I, I, I spent a couple hours on, on the budget app yesterday that the every dollar uh, spent app. And for some reason it's telling me that I have $2,600 worth of margin every month left over. Um, that's with your minimum debt payments, all of your expenses. That's what it should be. Yeah. I mean, I put everything in there, all the payments that I'm making still says I got $2,600 and don't get me wrong. I've, I've paid off close to about $3,000, $3,500 worth of credit cards, four credit cards in the last 30 days. Mm. And, you know, just, just trying to to do what the Ramsey method is telling me to do. Um, you know, and I'm putting $40 away every, every week in savings to try to get to that thousand dollar savings to, you know, in my underwear drawer to keep it, to, to yeah. keep it there for a rainy day. Um, well, you know, outside and, of the truck, I added it up. I mean, if you sell the truck, you'll have $80,000 in consumer debt based on what you told us. Yes. And so you had said 80 at the top, but you got 80 plus the $26,000 truck loan. That puts you at six figures in debt. And I'm no, trying to help you. It. What's that? That's including it. That's including it. The twenty six thousand. What was uh, the first loan you said? The home improvement loan. Thirty eight thousand. Yeah. Thirty eight thousand. Twenty nine thousand. Plus twenty nine. Plus ten. Twenty nine thousand. Plus thirteen in credit cards. Twenty six. Yeah, and then according to credit card, is telling me I got thirteen uh, in credit cards, but. Yeah, and I'm rough, telling rough you, me. with a calculator, it's coming up at eighty, and that's without your car loan. So, I just want you to have a real picture of what your finances are at and that's why i'm so desperate to get you to get rid of this truck and downgrade to number one free you of twenty six thousand dollars today before your truck goes underwater almost every call 
people are underwater on their trucks. So when you said this truck is worth 57 in the 026, I was doing backflips because it gave me some hope that you can get out of this faster than you think. And if you do yeah. that and then do the debt snowball, every extra dollar outside of food, utilities, uh, shelter, transportation, insurance goes toward that 80000 you have remaining, smallest to largest balance. I think you can get out of this. You make great money. Yeah, You're a smart guy who works hard. And, and and know that, I mean, from that information that you just gave us about this last year, which is just the most horrific thing that I could ever imagine is is losing a child. So I can't even, I can't even imagine what that grief does there's a there a fog that is there and when you make financial decisions usually in that time soon after something like that happens they're always they're sometimes not the best so that's not to guilt or to shame you that's to kind of free you to say hey yes you as you look back like wow those may not have been the best decisions i don't blame you for that because of what you walk through but i do want to make sure that there's a level of healing that you're getting from this um, and that the money is that secondary piece. But I do, um, I pray that for you. Well, I'm so sorry. And yeah, if you stay on the line, Taylor's going to pick up and we'll give you John Deloney's book and Total Money Makeover. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. Got something new in the Ramsey store for you guys. Dave Ramsey just came out with a brand new quick read book called Real Estate the Ramsey Way. Subtitle, How to Make Home Ownership a Blessing, Not a Burden. And uh, this is a quick read book, so you can see on the camera. It's very small. It's about, (laughs) I don't know, 60, 70 pages. Yeah, there we go, 62 pages. And it's a great read that includes Dave's decades of experience with real estate. He got started at 18 years old. He's been in the game. He owns a lot of it, and he's helped a lot of people buy, sell, and invest the right way with proven strategies. And so he can help you avoid some costly mistakes and pitfalls. And uh, from start to finish, you're going to get a clear plan to help you buy, sell, and invest in ways that will help you build wealth and leave a legacy. And he's going to give you some hope that home ownership is still possible for those renters out there. And a home can become your biggest asset. It can be a blessing when done the right way. So get your copy at RamseySolutions.com slash store. Gift it to some people in your life who are maybe about to buy or sell or want to invest. And uh, enjoy. Enjoy the new book from Dave. Ryan joins us up next in Denver, Colorado. Ryan, how can we help today? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So my question today is um, with interest rates and home prices so high right now, uh, is it a bad idea for me to continue to rent? And am I making a long-term poor decision if I choose to continue to rent right now? Mm. Are you ready to buy financially? Let's say regardless of the interest rate, as you look at what the payment would be? Yes, I, I am ready to buy financially, but um, it would cause me to violate one of these rules that I have developed, which has allowed me to um, save and live comfortably, which is live off of one income between me and my wife. We live off of the lesser of the two incomes. Um, but unfortunately, because I live in Denver, Colorado, these it's house prices expensive. are just astronomical. It's ridiculous. So lay out your financial picture, and we'll let Rachel be the judge here. <laughs> what is your income, and do you have any debt? Uh, my income is around $300,000 a year. Woo! Is that um, household I have, income? I have, that's household income. Okay. Uh, and I have zero debt. Amazing. And how much do you have saved for the down payment alone? Um, so I'd be using a VA loan, which doesn't require a down payment, but um, if we needed a down payment, it, it wouldn't be a problem to 
do about 20%. So, okay. Give or take yeah, I mean, I, around maybe 20 to $50,000. Do you have a disability rating? Uh, I do have a disability rating. So would that waive the funding fee with the VA loan? Uh, I haven't looked into it. Um, I didn't have uh, my disability rating whenever I bought my, my previous home, which has been sold, but, um, I'd have to look into it. Because the VA loan, it can be a good deal if you get the funding fee waived. If not, I would go with a conventional 15-year fixed-rate loan. Okay. Allowing people yeah, to get then, into a house with 0% equity is a really bad plan. Yeah, yeah. And the 15-year loan, I mean, I, it would push our home payment up just so high. And right now our rent is uh, is around 2100 a month. And then we're saving all of my income every month and putting it towards retirement and investments. So I. So what, I don't what is know your take-home pay every month between the two incomes? Um, I think it's right around. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've never really sat down and calculated it, just because we live off the one income, the other one's just savings. But I think it's right around uh, like twenty something thousand dollars. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, I think one of the goals for you guys, though, would be to buy a home because you can't, you're renting forever. There ends up being, you know, that that point where you end up, yeah, throwing your money away. And, and renting is something that we encourage people to do, especially if they're not financially ready to purchase a home. Um, if they haven't purchased a home, but they have a lot of debt. I mean, there's reasons to rent 100% of the time. But once you get to a place financially, um, you know, there there is a point that it's wise to then step into a home and to be able to say, yeah, we're building equity. This is a big part of our financial picture. And if you guys wanted to wait some and have more saved, that it makes you feel more comfortable, that's totally fine. I mean, we have people on the show that save for five, seven years and buy a home in cash, you know, and that's great too. I mean, as long as you have a plan that you're working towards, and I just wouldn't want completely the interest rate, which obviously does affect the payment. Um, I, I just don't want the housing market to be the thing that completely is, the only, it's the only compass you have in buying a home because I want you guys and your finances to be the reason why you're purchasing a home. So a lot of people try to kind of play the real estate game and they're waiting and, um, you know, and the fear is too that when interest rates drop or if they do, we're hoping they do, that Everyone who's been waiting to buy a house pent up demand. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're going to they're up. all going to jump in, and then prices are going to continue to rise. So, I mean, honestly, the best time to buy a house, in my opinion, right now, if you're ready, is now. Um, but I understand financially if you guys are like, hey, we want less of a yeah, less of a down. We want more of a down payment, less of a monthly payment, and we're gonna we're gonna spend another twenty four months to get there. That's okay. That that's your goal that you guys are working towards. But I just don't want the idea of the housing market driving that decision. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And, you know, to be honest, I'm just scared that uh, if we have to go to uh, using two incomes to afford the house, God forbid something ever happens with my job or something like that, it would almost be unaffordable. Yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah, and that's a that's a fair place to be for sure. And that's why we want you to have an emergency fund as well as you enter home ownership, because if something were to happen, you'll at least have money in the bank to be able to help cash flow that mortgage payment um, for a few months. And so that that is one thing that will help. And and the, yeah, and, the, and I think the reality of being out of work, unless it's 
completely your decision, in my opinion, um, for for six months or for five months or something like that, it's probably not going to happen. You're probably going to find another job and have some source of income coming in, you know? Um, but sure. yeah, so I mean, again, it's a little bit of that risk, but if you guys want to be patient and wait, or maybe Ryan, you guys look and say, we're going to get something way smaller than what we were expecting. Or maybe it's a condo. It's, you know what I mean? That, that there's something else that you purchase that may not be exactly what you're thinking right now. Um, and again, I don't want to rush you guys into anything because I don't think that there's a panic, but I do want you guys at some point to get into the game because I think it's just a great picture. I think it's a great part of your financial picture long-term. What price point are you guys sure. looking at? You know, I'm, I'm honestly willing, we're willing to buy a home or a condo or an apartment that uh, we don't see ourselves living in long-term, maybe the next foreseeable future. Yeah. But... Um, there's really nothing on the market around here that's not five or six hundred thousand dollars that your five or six hundred thousand your your monthly payment would be. I mean, near four thousand dollars a month, which is just. But you guys are making, you know, let's say you're after after tax, but before other deductions like investing, you guys are probably making twenty two grand, right? Yeah, something so, like that. So we recommend twenty five percent of your take home pay on that fifteen year fixed. I've got the numbers right here. You buy a six hundred thousand dollar house, twenty percent down, fifteen year fixed with current interest rates. It's forty six hundred bucks. You guys can afford that. Yeah. That's under twenty five percent of your take home pay. So I wouldn't make this decision based on one income because the reality is you guys make twenty two thousand dollars take home pay, and that's okay. Yeah, I know it sounds scary, but you guys make an amazing income compared to the average American. Yeah, yeah, I guess it it does. It's so while it's, scary, it's doubling your rent, and that's scary. It's also still a small portion of your world, and I don't think you're going to be out of work that long. I mean, what what do you do for a living? I'm an attorney. Okay. There's always going to be attorney work <laughs> out there. We live in a very litigious society. You know that. You make good money doing it. And so you don't have a super volatile job where you're going to be out on the street for a year or two where the industry shuts down. So I think we need to put push away that fear and get into the real estate game yeah. when we're able. And I'll s- I'm going to send you a copy of Dave's new book, Real Estate the Ramsey Way. Hopefully it'll give you some confidence as yeah. you begin this journey. Facts are your friends, Ryan. And what George just laid out are the facts. Your fear is understandable, but it's not reality. So it's not happening, right? Uh, the job loss and all of that. So focus on the facts. There That's we go. great. You guys are in an awesome position. Well done. You're doing it the right way, my man. All right, that puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Rachel Cruz, everyone in the booth keeping the show afloat, and you, America. Thank you for listening. We'll be back before you know it.